It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Greg Jarrett. I'm Shannon Bream. I'm Steve Ducey, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, February 10th, 2022. I'm Trey Angst. U.S. troops are preparing for Americans to flee Ukraine amid a possible Russian invasion. The Biden administration is relitigating the catastrophic withdrawal from Afghanistan. They didn't talk about it in advance. They didn't warn people in advance. They didn't get people out. And so they are doing everything now to get the messaging out there so that they can't be accused of doing it again. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. With U.S. troops deployed to Poland, there's new reporting about what they'll be doing. If Russia invades Ukraine, the refugee crisis, paired with a variety of foreign nationals trying to leave, could create a very dangerous situation. More than 100,000 Russian soldiers remain on Ukraine's border, though diplomatic efforts are underway. I think we're at a point now where the U.S. and other countries have really shined a spotlight on Russia's military buildup. And so it makes it a little bit more difficult for him to go ahead. For more on this story, this is Ambassador Kurt Volker, former U.S. Special Representative for Ukraine negotiations. Sick of the one-size-fits-all method when it comes to health care, especially when it comes to your ED treatment? Well, good news. Now you've got options with Hims. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatments such as chewable mints, brand-name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for less. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance is needed. If ED is getting you down, it's time to join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com rundown. That's H-I-M-S.com rundown for your personalized ED treatment option. Hymns.com slash rundown. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Do you use oxygen therapy to breathe? If you've been prescribed oxygen, you know the problems that come with it when you're tied to an oxygen tank or concentrator. Going out of the house is a burden and nobody likes to be stuck inside alone. Now you can live life on the go with a lightweight Inogen portable oxygen concentrator. Inogen is oxygen therapy that moves with you. Travel around the corner or onboard an aircraft with an Inogen portable oxygen concentrator that provides the medical grade oxygen your doctor prescribes in a device that weighs less than five pounds. Inogen's longest lasting device delivers 12 hours of oxygen on a single battery charge. Call now to speak with an Inogen oxygen specialist and learn how you can try an Inogen risk-free for 30 days. Give us a call right now, 1-800-245-9878. Don't manage a heavy tank when you leave the house. With Inogen, you can get the oxygen you need with a system that's so small and light, it goes almost anywhere. Learn how you can 
experience an Indigen system for yourself risk-free. Call now, 1-800-245-9878. Indigen devices are by prescription only. Battery run times vary by device and setting usage. Terms and conditions apply. For safety information, visit Indigen.com. I think he was expecting this more to be like Crimea or Donbass in 2014, where he could do this and and then just gradually get away with it. So I think right now it's looking a little bit less like he's going to invade, uh, but he keeps the option open. He's not de-escalated at all. His forces are still massing. And the meetings he had uh, just the other day with Macron showed that he is not relaxing any of his demands either. Do you see this as a negotiating tactic for President Putin of Russia in terms of his ability to get what he wants when it yes. comes to NATO commitments and security guarantees from the West? Yes, that, that's exactly what he's doing. He's laid out some extravagant demands and he's putting in place forces to say, hey, I can act militarily anytime I want in the hopes that people will then offer him some gestures and concessions. So far, I have to say, NATO and the U.S. have been impressive here in not doing that. Uh, Macron probably was thinking that he might be able to come up with a few ideas and, and push the Ukrainians on those. But even that seems not to have gone far enough to satisfy Putin. So he keeps the military option open. In terms of the next few weeks, we've seen a lot of talk about the weather in Ukraine and the ability for an invasion to happen or not and also the end of the Olympics later this month. What do you make of these timelines that people talk about and these dates that are thrown out there about when an invasion might happen if President Putin decided to move forward? Sure. Well, the first thing is that if he is going to use um, heavy armor, it is best to do so when the ground and the rivers are hard and frozen and they can just roll quickly. And if they start to melt, uh, then they can get uh, bogged down in the mud and have to use roads to move. And it becomes uh, more complicated because then they're easier targets if they're in a line like that. So there is a real factor about the frozen ground for the next several weeks. So that's one thing. Um, the second thing about the Olympics, you know, Vladimir Putin and his forces invaded Georgia in 2008 during the Beijing Olympics. So I don't buy the argument that he can't do it during the Beijing Olympics or that would somehow be an insult to China. Uh, I think he retains the option to do it during the Olympics as well. And then final point is that uh, everyone talks about this as if either he's going to do it now or he's not going to do it and then it's over. And that's just a misreading of Putin and Russia. The pressure on Ukraine, the efforts to undermine Ukraine, the threat against Ukraine's territory, that will continue indefinitely, regardless of how the next few weeks play out. Do you see the next few weeks as a window for direction about where all of this heads? We see these efforts, these diplomatic efforts, French President Emmanuel Macron meeting with both President Volodymyr Zelensky and also President Putin in this week. But I mean, next week, we know there are continued military drills, the Russians, uh, those in Belarus, basically trying to send a message that the preparations are underway. And also the Ukrainians have announced they will hold their own military drills starting tomorrow. So having these drills at the same time, I mean, does this increase the tension in the region? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I think, first off, we can't forget that Russia is attacking Ukraine every day at a low level. In Donbass, uh, there's constant ceasefire violations, sniper fire, mortar fire, and both sides have established some kind of 
a stable way of handling that. So it's not escalating on the front line that much. And uh, I don't think it is likely to do so. So the idea that uh, some individual commander could just all of a sudden lose his cool and, and this blows up into bigger conflict, I don't think that's likely. Second, when it comes to Ukraine conducting exercises or the movement of forces from NATO, I think this is important because these are all signals to Russia that there is no easy military walkover for them. Uh, they can build up the forces. They may have the forces to prevail, but we're showing resolve and strength. That means that uh, it would be a visible and costly endeavor by Russia to launch a new attack. You've been listening to Ambassador Kurt Volker, former U.S. Special Representative for Ukraine negotiations. We'll be right back. And there's a lot of movement right now in NATO and conversations about bolstering NATO forces around Ukraine. We know there are 3,000 U.S. troops that are considered active right now related to this ongoing tension. A thousand of them were already in Europe and have been moved closer to Ukraine and 2,000 heading from the United States to Eastern Europe to support in, in Poland and Germany. Where do you see the efforts of these troops focus? We saw a report today that indicates U.S. troops are preparing for the possibility of Americans who will try to leave Ukraine if an invasion occurs. What other sort of tasks might these troops be focused on in the coming weeks? Right. The principal purpose of these deployments is to reinforce NATO allies in Central and Eastern Europe. Uh, they're going to Romania, and they're going to Poland with a headquarters element in Germany. And this is meant to reassure vulnerable NATO allies that if Russia were to attack them, indeed, U.S. forces and other NATO forces would come to their defense. That's the NATO Article 5 commitment, and we're trying to uh, use some modest deployments to show seriousness about that. These are not directly related to deterring Putin from invading Ukraine. Uh, we have made clear, President Biden has made clear, as have others, that we're not going to send U.S. forces to fight Russian forces in Ukraine. We will provide lethal defensive assistance to Ukraine. So these forces there should not be confused with a deterrent effect for Putin against attacking Ukraine. Uh, they are there for the NATO allies. Now, you did mention an interesting aspect. If Russia does invade Ukraine in a massive way, uh, there would be significant refugee flows. And European countries are going to have to deal with a lot of Ukrainian refugees. And for the U.S. citizens, uh, I think the Biden administration is relitigating the, the, the catastrophic withdrawal from Afghanistan. They didn't talk about it in advance. They didn't warn people in advance. They didn't get people out. And so they are doing everything now to get the messaging out there so that they can't be accused of doing it again. My last question has to do with possible negotiations and these ongoing diplomatic efforts. Is there a sense from your perspective that it will require more structure to actually get some sort of agreement? We hear these conversations at a very, very high level about MINX 2 and the protocols that were in place following the ceasefire in 2015, but the idea of actually having Russia draw down its troops that have gathered along Ukraine's border, we don't see any sort of concrete movement there are no major breakthroughs in these conversations that are happening between heads of state. So what will it take to actually have an agreement in place that would properly reduce the current tension in the region? Uh, it requires a greater show of strength and capacity and will on the part of the West and on the part of Ukraine. 
because negotiations without strength it just don't mean anything. It's it's a it's a sideshow that the Russians can take advantage of to see if anyone gives them concessions. If we really want Russia to adjust its behavior, they're going to have to see much more pushback on them, more strength against them uh, than we see at the moment. Really appreciate your perspective and analysis on these issues amid a critical and developing story. Ambassador Kurt Volker, the former U.S. Special Representative for Ukraine negotiations, joining us today on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Sir, thank you very much. Trey, thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.